First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Our uh, resident flight attendant, uh, Jay, is standing by on the line right now. And good morning, Jay. Good morning. Hey, Bill. How are you guys? Yes, good. I am standing by. Standing by. Is that an official uh, flight of terminology? Terminology. Uh, if, he, if he's flying, standby, I'm he's on standby. Be flying on standby. Right. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. Standby can be when I'm sitting reserve, which is what I did this uh, past weekend. Okay. Now, did you see the? Uh, and maybe you saw it firsthand, but I saw the TV reports. Of all of these American airline flights that had to be canceled, uh, passengers left uh, standing in the uh, in the airport, but canceled because they couldn't get enough employees. Wow. Yes, they are short pilots and flight attendants because of, you know, when COVID hit and they, you know, our government gave the airlines billions upon billions upon billions of dollars and says, mm. hey, you can pay people not to work. Yeah. And that's and what's then going now on. They're saying, I don't want to come back. Now, that's both, you know, on the pilot side, flight attendant side, reservations. If you can't get through to reservations, and especially if the airlines are canceling flights, they'll send out an email or other ways to communicate with you. Well, if the things are down as far yeah, as the computers yeah. like has been with southwest the, the the last week every couple hours uh you know with the weather reports pilots have to have the weather reports otherwise mm. they can't fly so it's a, it's a combination of a lot of, of things a lot of things realize so i am going to be flying this uh this summer and right. can i tell you that uh we had booked a flight and i tried to find not the cheapest flight but the the cheapest flight that i could get that had nonstop, that had, um, I, I didn't think it was going to cancel. So basically, I wanted to go with a, with a name airline, not one of, the, right. one of the budget airlines that, you know, God forbid, who knows if you're even going to get there. So right. they, they just changed our flight, and, and it, was, it was a nonstop flight. Now there's a stop. So do I have a, can I do anything with that? Oh no, no! Because if you re- if you read your ticket, they can mm. they can do that to you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's under you know what when you're when you're, you're watching TV and they they have this weight loss program <laughs> and at the bottom of the the screen in in really tiny letters that you can't read it says it's not uh, authorized by the FDA. Yeah, yeah. So that that that's that's what's on your printed on your Got ticket. It. Fair enough. Okay, so we just <laughs> we, hey we we don't have a a nonstop flight anymore. Uh, and then, no, uh, and, and I remember we talked about it before. They and you said they were changing your flight sizes. Well, maybe because of uh, demand, it went up to a bigger plane, and, mm, and now yeah. they what they've done is uh, put you on a two leg instead of a uh, yeah, yeah round trip straight straight to the destination. Uh, somebody asking here. I was on a plane, and they told me that uh, they could not buy a cocktail unless they were in first class. Are airlines doing uh, that now? Well, for, yes, first class is free, and from uh, coach on back, uh, there's there's no more uh, selling of alcohol. Although, mm. you know what, I, I commuted in, uh, what commuted, came home last night from uh, JFK to uh, Syracuse on Delta, and they did make the announcement that they, they are selling alcohol. 
but you can't bring it. It's strange. Each airline has has a different policy. Yeah, yeah. I, I would think that uh, they they'd make money off of that. There's got to be a little profit there, right? They're selling. There's a lot things. of profit yeah. when 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 it's eight nine dollars for, mm-hmm. for for a mini or a beer. Yeah, or, you know. And some of them are so modern now. You can purchase a snack, a sandwich, or a cocktail or a soda right from your seat and swipe your credit card there so that the uh, the flight attendant never really has to deal with any of that exchange. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. You can get great reception at 30,000 feet, but Andrew posted, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago on his Facebook page about, uh, you know, dead spots on, on, on the phone. Yeah, For me, it's always Walmart and North Utica, but at 30,000 feet, 37,000 feet, you swipe your credit card, and it's uh, in a split second, it's approved. Yeah, and you're the worst is uh, the worst is. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff, I didn't check with you before I did this story. But uh, if you go up uh, Clinton Street in Whitesboro and over to Middle Settlement Road, you, it's a cell phone service just drops right out. Are we talking about airlines or your cell service? Cell service. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, but, but the but question my was, what are we talking? Thirty-seven thousand feet. You can you can use right. a credit card to buy a drink, and in in two seconds. You're, you're approved, but yet there are certain spots in, in, in the area with your cell phone that you right don't have coverage. Yep, fair enough. Uh, okay, so I guess that's all the listener uh, questions that I have. Uh, okay. What's it been like here? Is uh, You say you've got a, a, an interesting, crazy story this morning. Yes. Okay, so uh, since we're short flight ascents, I put, picked up a two-day reserve on Sunday and Monday. Sunday, they, they didn't use me put me up at the hotel, the Hampton Inn, across from LaGuardia Airport. Mm. Monday morning, I get called from scheduling. Oh, we got we got a, uh, a trip for it. It's okay. So it's, it's working LaGuardia to Omaha and then deadheading back. So I worked with a crew from Pittsburgh because, for some reason, the flight attendants didn't get up that morning. So uh, uh, they okay. grabbed another flight attendant. So when they got to Pittsburgh, or I'm sorry, from Pittsburgh to LaGuardia, I met them to do Omaha. I fly to Omaha. They're overnighting in Omaha. I meet up with a new crew from our Columbus base. We're going to do Omaha to LaGuardia. I'm done. They're going to go on to Nashville. Well, we pushed back. There was such storms that we sat on the tarmac for a little over an hour. Wow. Came back to the gate. Okay. My my captain says, well, you know what? We're going to hear in another hour. They're probably going to uh, cancel the flight. So. The terminal in Omaha is a very small terminal. So I walked uh, away to a little bit of an area, uh, 50 feet away from the from the gate. I go back. I see that they're uh, hooking up the plane to the tug. I didn't think anything of it because there's passengers there, no gate agents. Yeah. I walk away for a few minutes. Scheduling calls me. Oh, you're uh, overnighting in Omaha. Nice. Okay. I go back to the gate. The plane is gone. They repoed the plane to, uh, from Omaha to Nashville with my crew bags on the plane. Wow. You're with your bags no on the plane. on the plane. So what I ended up doing, I called scheduling. I said, the plane's gone. I, ha- I have nothing. Okay? Just wow. Just uniform on my back. Yeah. Get to the hotel. Get up yesterday morning at 4 a.m. Now, I got to take an Uber to the airport because the the vans don't start running from the uh, hotel until five thirty. Right. So I Uber to the airport. I go to Minneapolis, St. Paul, fly to Nashville, pick up my bags, fly to LaGuardia. Now I'm done. The only way I'm getting home is going to JFK. So I had to take the Q70 
public transportation. I had to take the E or the F train, and then I, I took the Q10 to get to uh, Kennedy. Wow. So it became a 20-hour day for me because I never got home until uh, quarter oh. to 12 last night. Wow, that is unbelievable. So, so that so happens. you talk about yeah. lost bags. It okay, can... remember you were talking yep. about, well, hold on to your bag till the end? Yep. I don't know. Hold on to your bag. Yep. Don't leave the gate. And good luck. Uh, even flight attendants can lose their luggage. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I also want to say Friday I, I, I did uh, DCA to uh, Syracuse, and I had Claudia Tenney on my flight. Oh, you did? That's really cool. Yes. Okay. And the first question I asked her, I said, Claudia, what's the story with the price of gas between Syracuse and Utica? Mm. I said, I've been commuting for night. She said the same thing that everyone. We're at the end of the pipeline. Yeah. There is nothing we can do. We, I asked her. I, she said, there's nothing I can do. I've researched this. We're at the end of the pipeline. That is why our price of gas is usually 20 cents more a gallon in Utica area than it is in Syracuse. Yeah, that's really crazy. And I think that's what uh, Ed Welch had said. It's uh, just harder yep. to get it here. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, I can't, I couldn't wrap, I can't wrap my head around it, but you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. Now you have to watch because this happens periodically and I never understand why, but there are times we're usually about 20 cents higher, about 10 cents more than Syracuse, maybe 20 cents higher than the national average but we're 10 cents higher than Syracuse. There are times Utica-Rome is the lowest average price in the state, meaning we're cheaper than Syracuse, mm-hmm. we're cheaper than Albany, we're cheaper than... I, I wonder what happens on those weeks or those three weeks in a month where sometimes that happens. Yeah, it's like, how, do, how, how are we... It's got to be a price increase, and it, and it hasn't hit here yet, but it has hit in Syracuse. That's the only thing I can think. So, All right, interesting. Uh, Jay, good stuff. Thanks, man. All right, well, I'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks, maybe have even more interesting stories. I just want to give you credit for even talking about that story after what sounds like had to be a really difficult 24 hours for you. So thanks for that. Yeah, it was, let me tell you. But, you know what, Andrew's met my somewhat part-time can't-figure-out girlfriend and and her daughter, so I ended (laughs) up getting her 17-year-old daughter a uh, Nashville uh, sweatshirt because she likes country music and she happens to like me. So when you're dating someone who has a 17-year-old daughter who actually likes you, you that. So I said, I made I made lemonade out of lemons. That's the only way to do it. Only way to do it. All right. Good stuff, Jay. Thank you. All right. Have a great day, guys. You do the same. Uh, and by the way, it is going to be kind of a great day. We're looking at uh, low 70s, 73 or so today, I think, is the is the high. Not bad after yesterday. Not bad after the day before. We're in the 90s on the day before or low 90s, mm-hmm. we hit low 60s. In some places in the area, it didn't even hit 60 yesterday. And now today we'll be in the 70s, tomorrow back up in the 80s. Enjoy it. Hope just, you like uh, roller coasters, because that's where we live. Yeah, just back to Jay quickly in his time. The Nashville airport is actually a really cool airport. I bet it have, is. It's uh, like a, Some of these are like malls. Yeah, they've got, a, well, Tootsie's is one of the big bars on mm. uh, Broadway in Nashville, and they've got a Tootsie's at the airport. So it's uh, live music and Drinking and eating, and the only thing I can tell that? you is a lot of the stuff is is not open, and they're just reopening a lot of things right now, which is kind of disappointing when you go and you're traveling, and and half the stuff that you would normally have taken advantage of is not there. You said Tootsie's, what was it? T O O T S I E apostrophe S, like the be, movie. Wouldn't it be Tootsie's then? Well, the movie was Tootsie's. Come on over here, Toots. That's where it comes from.
Uh, I believe that's a Paul Buckley line. I could be yeah, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 